You ready? Let's do this. Welcome, everybody, to the High on the Hogs podcast. High on the Hog. Oh, you went, you went high then deep. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> we are back after a, a week hiatus. Uh, Just schmoing. Labor Day. Enjoyed some Labor Day festivities. And now we're watching football. It's not all the football I want to watch, though. But it's football. It was a good little touchdown run. I'm not going to lie. It's a full Saturday and a full Sunday of football. That's Foosball. what I had. Foosball. And a Friday. And a Friday. And a Friday. And a Friday. Which we might have had something to do with. Yeah, a little bit. So we'll just start there. Uh, Natural State Sports Game of the Week. We kicked that off two weeks ago and uh, had game two this week between the uh, Bologna Eagles and the Maumelle Hornets. And uh, how'd you enjoy your... uh, your, It was a lot of fun. Yeah. (laughs) I'll cut you off. I'll go ahead and answer. It was a lot of fun. It was interesting uh, trying to figure out how to not cuss on a live broadcast for three hours. Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah, we got to remember... It's interesting. You can be like, damn, this doesn't happen. You got to just... Yeah, it's Let kids it go children's. So it was fun. Hey, though. Good kick. It, it, what's even cooler though is like when I get home the next day and I go through and critique the stream, and I'm actually watching us call a game on a big screen is kind of neat. Yeah, I'm so, not gonna lie, it was pretty interesting. Just to sit there and watch us. That's pretty cool. So. It's kind of weird being the color guy though. It's like you sit there and I'm waiting for you to quit jabbering so I can come up with something weird or stupid to say. Yeah, and, and that also makes sense. Well, yeah, some people that can't do that. But, uh, you know, I don't do a very good job of it, apparently. But, yeah, uh, that was your first better. time. Hey, I'm, I'm struggling as the play-by-play trying to come up with everything. Just, so We just need binoculars. We need binoculars, a spotter, a and uh, and we need about another three or four weeks worth of practice. So. And a maybe <laughs> a roster that gives us the correct number oh, for the man. player. I've already had to I'm give that apology idiot. out once. I feel so bad. <laughs> So bad. Jalen Waits, Jalen Waits, Jalen Waits. You're the man, kid. I, I think if we say that about 700 more times, we'll make up for it. So, golly, yeah. man. We, Sorry, we screwed man. that one up. Sorry. If you hear this. That's what you get for you ripping your jersey, though. Like, <laughs> had to play too hard and rip your jersey. Right. So, yeah. Big thanks, though, to our sponsors for the last couple of weeks. Lost Pizza Company, of course. Uh, and uh, the Perfect Blend Coffee Shop. Chef James Harris with Harris Made Chef Services. Awesome chef service, too. And, of course, Heart of Grace outdoors with our sideline reports so certainly appreciate all of our sponsors and guys make sure that you uh, go visit them uh, whether it be on facebook or on location uh, i think we will be on like location before this actually comes out to people yeah probably i don't know we're going to make this pretty easy we'll might be able to get this out in the morning so fingers crossed if you're listening to this and it's monday Monday, the 14th yes. of September 2020. Yes, because we're recording on Sunday, Sunday September 13th, 13th. of 2020. <laughs> so, around oh, about three, almost four o'clock. Yeah. Three fifty. My Niners are playing, and I'm sitting here watching a kickoff of the Bengals and terrible chargers terrible. but terrible so yeah but uh so lost pizza company tyler buck day is tomorrow uh, the 14th of september so again if you're listening on a monday join us we'll be out there about 6 30 uh on monday night at lost pizza 510 highway 5 in benton oh that bounced off his face and and yeah, you should have taken a knee bud so but join us we're going to be there live myself andy zach i believe will's going to be there the whole I'm nss crew from, i'm gonna come from work and go to work y'all show up and help tyler buck kick cancer's ass <clears throat> yeah so football is back we've been watching college football for a couple of weeks now but this week we finally got power five football did you get to watch any games at all this weekend uh last night where i was we went to a little restaurant i got to pick up a a little bit of the FSU Georgia Tech game. <laughs> we can uh, start right there. <laughs> I, I was I was giggling. Uh, I think I picked it up when they uh, kind of booted the inter- the uh, the fumble. Yes, and the uh, I think the linebacker, the lineman, picked it up. Yeah, got down there around the five or ten yard line, and it just I, it was the game was tied at that point. And I just kind of giggled. I yeah. was like, this is funny. So it was funny. Just so on on social media, actually, it was on, it was on social media. It was on one of these goofy Facebook fan groups, Razorback fan groups, and I'm in. And somebody said, "Why didn't we hire Mike Norvell?" And I'm like, "Are you watching the game right now? They're they're losing to the worst team in the ACC." And dude, come back and said, "Georgia Tech's a good team. They're going to surprise some people this year." 
they're awful. They started a freshman quarterback, well, and like they 270 yards passing. Yeah, though. and they were missing a lot of pieces in that game. I think they got hit by the COVID bug a little bit. They're in year two of a complete rebuild from a triple option offense to now an actual offense that throws a pass. Interesting. And and Florida State's supposed to have one of the best defenses in the ACC, if not the country. And they looked awful, flat out awful. The only saving grace for Florida State yesterday was that they blocked three ex- three field goals. <laughs> if they don't block those three field goals, that game's not even close. No. Was it a 16-13 final? Yeah, like 16-13 or something like that. I think a program like Florida State should never have this kind of problem. No. and I mean, You're that storied of a program. That got blocked. Uh-oh. That's no bueno for my Niners, even though it's 10 nothing already. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Florida State just – so the question was with Norvell, wow. and it's interesting, you know, I wasn't a big Norvell fan – just because Norvell's never had to build anything. You know, he, no, he got handed the keys to Memphis and, and did really Flint big things. Had that rolling. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I was always questionable, plus the tons of baggage. Um, that's a touchdown, I believe. Yep, touchdown Arizona. you got to take his mask off to get the touchdown call. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I, I think I threw my burn attendant up like Ben Roethlisberger. Just blew your oh. arm out, giving a touchdown sign. It didn't pop. <laughs> Oh, oh man! I Roethlisberger myself. Oh, just like signaling touchdowns without a motorcycle. Well, we know you can't count on you to be an official. So there we go. It's, no, good. it's back. It's good now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so so really tough, tough for Florida State. But who had it tougher than Florida State yesterday? I would have to say there's a couple teams that play in the Big Twelve. I was gonna say well, the entire with, Big Twelve. Let's go with it. Well, <laughs> other than that team from Oklahoma. Well, Texas, Texas and Oklahoma blew some you nobody's expect, out. You would expect them to blow some cupcakes out, but uh, let's just say the Sun Belt went three and zero. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> First off, let's just how I does know. Coastal Carolina win a game? It, as, First and, off. Now, I didn't watch. What at the end of that game? What was the score of that game? Uh, final ended up 30, 38-23 ended up being the final. They blew them out. Close. Game was never close. Nope. Never close. Kansas nope. looked awful, which is not a surprise. But Is Les Mills eating the grass in Kansas? I, I, they didn't show less much last night, I don't no. think. Not that I saw. I finally gave up on it. How about Bobby P? <laughs> oh, boy, he did not have a nice return. But, I mean, what would you expect? Missouri State's not a good football program, and no. Oklahoma is a good football program. Yeah. So, oh, look Uh-oh. out, Turdwad. Turdwad down. Turdwad on the ground. But uh, you guys are going to have to bear with us because we're watching football while recording this. So okay. It's going to be interesting. We're but throwing yeah. this against the wall. We hope it sticks. I mean, the entire Big 12 took a huge L. So you take number 23 Iowa State gets dumped by Louisiana in a game that Raging wasn't Cajuns. ever close. 31 to 14 was a final file on that That's one. That's embarrassing. Blame it on COVID. And of course, Kansas and Coastal Carolina. And, and yeah, we're a Razorback podcast, but we've got to give credit to Arkansas State and Jonathan Adams. Yeah, you do. If Jonathan Adams is not the NCAA player of the week across all platforms, he, then then something's wrong. It's because Trevor Lawrence played. The, he didn't do a lot. Hey, Hunter Henry. But 90, <laughs> woo-hoo, 90, what he had, 95 or 96 yards receiving, three touchdowns. Catches. One of the, yeah, three touchdowns. Wee. And two of those catches were insane. Uh, one of them didn't count. <laughs> they they still got the, the touchdown ball by after. the tip of the ball. Yeah. Like in his hand. Like, yeah. come here. And then, uh, oh, about picked that. And then. Uh, Jared Cook. Of course, after the game-winning touchdown, Terry Mahajer, the AD for Arkansas State, decides he wants to headbutt a guy in a helmet. And him and Jay Adams probably, headbutted it. Was, he's probably in concussion protocol. He should be. <laughs> so, ooh, that's a, okay. Ooh. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean, huge oh, congrats to Arkansas State. <laughs> Great job getting that victory. Um, again, Lane Hatcher, Logan Bonner, both look good at quarterback. You know, we'll see how that plays out. Maybe Arkansas State goes two quarterback the whole way. Um, well, at least their two quarterback system works. It did. It was interesting. I was talking to I was talking oh, to Lord. Luke Matheson last night. What you do that for? And uh, sorry, my bad. I was calling the Hogs. Stupid but uh, dummy. I was talking to Luke, Luke Matheson last night about that because I had questioned the two quarterback system, and he had some good good stuff. We may have to get Luke on. Uh, just to talk a little bit of Arkansas State because I was impressed. They should have beat – they had a good chance to beat Memphis last week, 
And now all the craziness with Memphis. Trouble for calling the ASU Indians. Yeah, probably. You know, that's uh, inappropriate. We yeah. can't even call the Washington football, football team. team. Which one, by oh, the that's way? That's been awful. <laughs> have no backup name, and this has been a controversy for 15 years. Yeah. yeah. You can't be called the Redskins. Well, let's not think of anything until it's too late. We will be the Washington football team. Yeah. So here's something Pure else. Genius. Think about this, too. In the, in the, uh, I don't want to think. In the Big 12. It'll be Zach. Yeah. <laughs> So Oklahoma wins handily, obviously. Texas wins handily, but they had a safety quit in the middle of the game. Uh, <laughs> did Jeff Trailer get a win? Jeff yeah. Trailer did get a win in an in exciting overtime, game. 50, in overtime. 51-48, yeah. I saw the UTSA. I was like, so Trailer wins. Yeah, Trailer and Lonnie. his first game. And Lonnie got his first win as an OC. So and He's three behind Chad Morris as a head coach <laughs> at Arkansas. <laughs> oh, man. Look at the block. Oh, oh, it was just terrible execution by one team and a great execution by another. And then get up, and then add to that, Texas Tech struggled and almost lost at home to a Houston Baptist team. I saw that thirty-five, thirty-three. I did see that. So a wild weekend to open, and, and I mean, I'm not overly surprised. A lot of these teams were missing a lot of players because of COVID and but I don't and get different it's things. How these other teams get these lovely schedules with all these extra teams, and we got to play ten straight SEC. Teams. Yeah, well, because the Big Twelve, maybe the Big Twelve should have just stuck with Big Twelve, Big 12 only. <laughs> Would be uh, not zero and three to Sun Belt. That's e- sure. Exactly. Oh, turd wad. Rod. Oh my goodness gracious. Turd wad down. He got wadded. Sack. Yeah. He sacked himself as a problem. <laughs> get some more. Joey Burrow action here. So, it was a fun weekend. It's been a fun weekend of football across the board. Uh, just to clean up a little bit, uh, another announcement we'll go ahead and make now. Uh, two more weeks and we can get high on the hogs. That's right. Yeah. High we're with the hogs. That's right. In two weeks, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. We'll get into that, too. We'll see how that goes. But um, there. But go ahead and announce this next. So, this Friday, uh, the what is that? The eighteenth Friday, the eighteenth. We the will be my birthday. We will be in Jacksonville, Arkansas, for I the. Will be there. Yes, you will for the Sheridan at uh, Sheridan Yellow Jackets at the Jacksonville Titans. That's their new mascot now. Titans. Yep. Who were they before? Uh, the oh, now you say that Red Devils. Yes. Yes. It Red, was Devils. Red Devils. That's right. And so, looking forward to that. Going to go see changed. the new stadium out of Jacksonville because they combined with. Uh, North Pulaski, and so they oh nasty Pulaski, and gotcha. of course that was a big rivalry. So there was no way the North Pulaski people were going to come go to Jacksonville as the it Red was Devils. as the Red Devils. So they changed it completely. So my question, okay, is Jacksonville's press box brand new, brand new stadium going to be as nice as Mel's? You know, I've driven by, it's like right there on the interstate. I've yeah. driven by a million times, and I've never paid attention to the is press it right box. behind the Crane Ford. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I've never paid, but it's nice that we're supposed to have plenty of room. I don't think it's going to come anywhere near to what we got Easter to sit vigil. in Maumelle. But if your first name should be Easter. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, I think that that'll be. Um, I think we'll have fun with that one. I think, and I think we'll be in a good place uh, as far as be. But it's going to be a nice night. I think it's only supposed to be like in, it's supposed to be in the 60s. Some rain though, don't we? No, I think that hurricane's going to stay east of us. We're going to be good. That's so fine. I don't think. I think we have to worry about I'll it. I'll stay dry either way. <laughs> it would be funny seeing Zach on the sideline, I'm not going to lie, looking like a wet duck. <laughs> yes. So join us, Natural State Sports, www.arprepfb.com or on YouTube at Natural State Sports. That's your three easy ways to find the game. Gio Bernard still doing his thing. That's crazy. Third down. And so make sure you join us Friday night for that. So let's get into a little Razorback stuff. I want to start with some, I guess I'm going to. Basketball. Gonna, no, okay. I guess I'm gonna. I guess Baseball. I'm gonna call this a rumor, rumor, um, because we, we like rumors. Because we can't get anything, we can't confirm anything thanks to COVID times. Media is pretty much not allowed at practice. Get rid of the ball, and so we don't know exactly what's going on right now. But word out of Fayetteville right now is not good in terms of COVID. Just not good. We already know that the university is dealing with a ton of it. To the point that the university has has now decided, basically, if you have a if you have a party of ten or more people and you're there, you're getting kicked out of school. And so, we'll see how this works. You know, I made the point yesterday. Obviously, Memphis has made their decision, which they tried to initially blame on Arkansas State, yeah. well, they and then owned up to what they needed to own up to. Yeah, and so then it come out that their players are just partying out at social events, and so now uh, they've shut down their season completely. 
Well, so that's yeah. a hell of a punishment for an entire team. The, don't know how many people they're actually having a problem with. Dude got Jays on his feet. Yeah, but see, I ain't gonna lie. I, yeah, I, he does. ADD Jays on his feet. So the way, but here's here's my thing about that. If you're, and I don't know what, and I don't, I, admittedly, I don't know what the rules at Memphis are in terms of what they're what if they have rules like the University of Arkansas currently does, like the ten. If you have more than ten at a party or whatever. So, I don't Memphis know if Memphis, Memphis has those rules, but if they do, then how do you not suspend a football season if your entire football team is basically going to be kicked off the team for breaking the rules that you've set forth? You can't play if you don't have players. So, I mean, it's unfortunate for Memphis. It's, it's unfortunate in that situation, but it is what it is. Oh, boy. That was a terrible throw. Good job. Good job, Jacob Jake Blake, Blake lover. <clears throat> so, uh, <laughs> I, was, I wanted to say it so bad. Good job, Jacob Blake. You beat me to it because I hesitated. Oh, my God. I, know, I didn't think you were going to say it, so I was like, screw it. I'll finish it. <laughs> oh, I wanted that. As soon as it come loose, I'm like, Jacob Blake. <laughs> good catch, bud. Oh, man. But uh, not, not a unlike, fan. Not, unless not my, a fan. Not unless, we're getting that. I gotta. We're, we, we'll let we'll let everybody avoid the the political yeah. realm, we'll, and we'll, we'll put that on the end. Be if the you want to turn end. it off, you can. Yeah. So um, I might share a few things on my views of this. Yeah. It will not be good. But so so I mean, the Memphis situation <laughs> is just it's ugly. I don't but, get it, man. I go places, and you know, I don't necessarily deal with the whole mass thing, and I'm right. in lots of different places. But I pay attention to what I'm doing. So, but here's the here's the. I'm not a cyclic person either. Though, yeah, that's so. part of it. But here's the other issue. You know, I mean. Wow. But so here's the other issue to to think about. How often are you actually in indoor contained spaces with a bunch of people? How many is a bunch? Like fifteen or more people. Uh, if I go to a restaurant or something. Yeah, but even then you're separated. Like I'm talking Somewhat about congested. How often do you go to a party or something I'm, with? I'm old. I don't shoulder party. to shoulder. But that's what I'm saying. So you're not going places where there's shoulder to shoulder inside, and it's proven throughout all of this so far. I don't go to bars. Right. Well, but see, so far it's been proven that if you're doing, if if your interactions are outside, if your interactions are are with people outdoors and not. And not within, and not within, you know, the the confines of of a of an area that doesn't have great circulation. No, you got to have good ventilation. Then absolutely, for sure. But I mean, that's why you're not seeing a lot of the craziness with these outdoor things that are going on. And, and so, my thing is, if it, I get it, college kids are going to be college kids. I mean, it's the yeah. the best times of your life. You should be partying and having a good time, and that's understandable. It's going to be hard to control that. But this was my reaction yesterday. I know that a couple of folks on social media, especially on Razorback Twitter, put some stuff out wow. that was very cryptic in, in, in that, you know, we'll be lucky to have a season. We'll see what happens. Here's my only argument to that. We won't lose. Re- well, yeah. But remember what happened when Major League Baseball started? And within the first week, it was baseball's over. It's done. They can't stop getting COVID. Everybody's getting COVID. And now it's all kind of, you're not seeing much of it. Well, now everybody's forgot about it because the baseball players finally decided to take it serious. There goes Kamara making his money. Yep. So, baseball finally took it seriously. My hope at this point. I wonder if we can get a Lambo leap this year. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but so this year, um, you know, or so so now I hope yeah, it's taken them about a month to figure out what was going on, and then like like my Cardinals, they kind of decided to go to a oh. casino. And, <laughs> and I look over at my team's record, and I think we're about 15 games shorter than everybody else. Yeah, they got a lot of work so. to do to finish. They don't get a day off the rest of the year. Nope, they and don't. a bunch of doubleheaders. And so, but, okay, so two points to this. Number one, the whole reason the SEC pushed everything back to September 26th was, and they get said the this, out of the was way. to allow for this to happen so that players could get it, could quarantine, and then we could get past it. Because they knew once once students came on campus, it was gonna this was going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. this is not some big surprise, some big secret. And they're being kind of quiet about it up there, too. Well, and they have like to. That. Yeah, and they have to. It's, it's, well, I mean, what did uh, what Tennessee last week? They had 44 players either out from COVID, quarantining, yeah. because of contact with people with COVID, 
or just injuries. They called off all practice. Right. I mean, they couldn't do anything. Yeah. You have 44 players. I mean, what, do you have an 85-man roster, and half of that is gone? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, and that's a big part of it. And, I mean, yeah, an 85 – you got 85 scholarships. Mm-hmm. And you think about this. Think about LSU. Have you seen the numbers on LSU? No. 70 scholarship players this year with all of the – whether it be the, the guys that have left or the guys that have opted out yeah. and, and everything going on, they have 70 – that is – that's, that's like huge. NCAA that's, sanctions that's numbers. More than sanctions. Yeah, that's insane. I think I've seen pull ten is the most I think I've yeah. ever seen a pull. So you without think collapsing a program? Yeah. So you think about that. I mean, LSU is going to five absolutely five. I really struggle. Think LSU is going to be five and five. Oh yeah, I don't. They're not going to be a great football team this year at all. If they do, I'll be surprised. And yeah. You lose. You lose Jamar Chase. Big fullback power there. That dude, I love that dude. I'm so yeah, glad he's not he's here hard anymore. Hard nose. For sure. Yeah. Oh, jerk, jerk, jerk. I don't, I'm not even going to attempt it. <laughs> Joy check. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, I mean, my, my, you know, the SEC already set this up to, to give them some time. And the other thing is, is you hope that the players learn from this and that they take it seriously and that they do the things to, to isolate themselves from these parties and from all this other stuff if they want football. Look, if they don't want to play football, if you don't want a football season, then do what you want to do. Go party. I don't care. At this point, just don't screw up basketball season. Yeah. Give me basketball season. You miss up basketball season, I'm fighting. I, I love the Razorback football team, and I want to see this team play. I want to see what I don't Pittman think brings. Musselman will put up with much of it. He oh, it ain't happening. That's the problem. Well, and it's different, too. You're and talking about a tighter-knit group. It's a smaller group of people. Exactly. You're, you're, you know, talking, you're talking about 85. You're talking 15. Exactly. Yeah. Those 15 that LSU doesn't have. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's huge. And they'd still beat the crap out of us, probably. So. Uh-huh. I don't know. That game, it depends. It's getting more and more interesting, I'll say yeah, that. that's for sure. I mean, even the Georgia game's interesting. Georgia's had a lot of guys out well, because had, of COVID. They had that, and they've opted out. Or Jamie, uh, what's his name? Newsom. Jamie Newman. Yeah, Newsom. Newman. Or Newman, you're right. Jamie yeah, Newman. Newman's out. And then JT Daniels, I don't think he's cleared to play yet. I, as of last week, I knew he wasn't. I haven't up, looked at that this week to see... Not a bad play. Yeah, that'll work. I don't even know who that guy Another is. Tight end. <laughs> AJ Reed? I don't know. Sounds right. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Reed. That's how much I know Two about e's. the Niners right now. Yep. First time. How, hey, here's a question. Total randomness. Um, how, totally me. How's it feel after like 10 plus years to not be playing fantasy football? Dude, it is so damn weird. I still look up and like I came over to your house earlier. I'm sitting there. All right, he had nine, 90, <laughs> 93 rushing yards, 9.3 points, uh, three touchdowns, that's 18, uh, four receptions, 46 yards. All right, he's got like 35 points. I'm good. <laughs> and his players that were on my team last year, I'm like, I still have him. He was a keeper. Damn. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely different, but I, I'm just enjoying watching football, though. Like, you actually, I know, I once know. I get rid of the whole calculation thing and can just watch it for a game. Yeah. Now, I, I do like the red zone thing, but I don't like it. Kittle, put your helmet back on, kid. What is wrong with it's your just, hair? It's just easier. That's a than, glorious mullet. <laughs> it's just easier than flipping back and forth. If but I was it George is, Kittle, I'd have a mullet too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jared Allen brought that back a long time ago. It is. It is strange though, not playing and not having to set a lineup and, and nope. all that. So I can focus on this stuff and shooting animals when the season comes. There you go. With a GoPro. Hey, have at it. <laughs> the pistol. We're gonna tap the audio in one of those GoPros. There he is. We can always lower the audio. Still my favorite tight end of the game. I like that dude. We can always lower the audio. Uh, I think we'll kill it. (laughs) If you've seen the pictures and heard this thing, it is going to die. We're pistol hunting this year. Are you now? Oh, yeah. That ought to be interesting. (laughs) It's going to lay where it's it's shot. (laughs) Landing gear down. So, through all the craziness, though, that's, that's been going on on campus and the COVID and, and the injuries and whatever else is going on practice. what we bring to the table. The one, exciting, the one exciting thing, the one really interesting thing that's come out of it, it looks like we're going to have a really good special teams unit. Yeah. So, Fountains, we need that. Yeah. Number one, the fact that we have a special teams coordinator, that's going to make a difference. Yeah. Number two. Focus on it. I'm probably going to misquote this, and I'm probably going to be wrong on the numbers because I couldn't find it. I'm just mad how they're it. making Trey Burks catch the ball. I know, I right? Like they him. didn't change that. I like him catching it over his head. It's like, <laughs> I've got this. I don't even have to look at it. And of course, his hands are the size of, of skillets. Yeah. So, but so the one place. thing, the one thing that I didn't that that I didn't realize last year, and I saw this number, and I, again, I'm probably wrong on the exact number, but I thought I read somewhere around the, like two or three total offensive starters. Our offenses or de- defensive starters played special teams last year. That's it? Yeah. The rest were walk-ons, wow. freshmen, guys that just didn't play 
Oh, boy. Tampa Bay. Good throw. Was that Tampa, Tampa Bay that Tom Brady? it to the wrong team. Whoopsie. Tom has got his first touchdown and, and his first, his first interception in Tampa. So, I mean, it's huge to have Scott Fowden. It's huge to have that, you know, to, to have that piece. Because, I mean, how many, th- how many times have we seen over the last two years special teams just absolutely murder us, whether it been, you know, whether it been kicking game or last two years. punt returns when We've we just been the stare. the stop of, 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 well, of when, highlights. When, when you stare at a guy and just let him run past you for a just touchdown. And just, okay, have a good day. Go score a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be the laughing stock. But, I mean, some interesting stuff that came out. Sam Loy last year averaged 39.3 yards per punt, which was worst in the SEC. He came here to punt. George Caratan, who they brought in from Michigan, he's the Michigan transfer from the offseason this year, averaged 52 yards per punt in their scrimmage on September 4th. My Lord. Yeah. <laughs> that is a game-changer punting right there. So, currently, A.J. Reed, Reed and Matthew Phillips are battling for the starting spot. Uh, at kicker, both hit 52-yard field goals during the scrimmage. Mike Williams is something. No. <laughs> no. He did a cartwheel before he hit the ground. Did he? I missed that part. Yeah, you missed the cool part. <laughs> but, so, I mean, you look at a guy like Connor Limpert, who was 14-19 and 19 on field goals, 60 Limpert yards per kickoff. Limpert was not a bad kicker. He wasn't. He didn't have a ton of range, but he he was accurate. Mm-hmm. So, but you look at a guy like AJ Reed. He was nineteen of twenty three for the Blue Devils last last year, and averaged roughly the same as what Connor Limpert averaged on kickoffs. And uh, they've also got walk off. Ooh, that's a <laughs> interesting. In fact, he held on to that ball. It's special. Here's another look at it. A shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, oh, that's So I mean, it's 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 going to be a lot of fun. I think to watch special teams this year. I'm really kind of excited. To, to see that part and see how good – I mean, when you think about – I like special teams. I mean, it's one of those things that you can swing the entire momentum of a, of a game with a big special teams play. Well, think about this. Do you know who the who, – Fun fact. <laughs> yeah, fun fact. Do you, do you know who was the – I guess basically creator is probably the wrong word – creator or who designed the kick six? No, Scott Fountain. Scott Fountain. It's pretty interesting. Right? I kind of like that. I mean, <laughs> so you the one get... in a million chance that it actually works. So yeah. I'm up for it. But one of the biggest special teams plays we ever think about when in you history. just look back in history and yeah, think. Yeah, I sat on the end of the bed dumbfounded watching it like this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for so like I mean, five minutes after it happened, I still was in the same spot. Yeah. So to me, what that tells me about a guy like Scott Fountain is he's, he's ready for it. it. Well, he's smart enough to build a special teams that works. But not only that, he's smart enough to create mismatches out of special teams. And that's the only reason that play worked was because you knew that Alabama was going to be kicking in that scenario with a bunch of big old guys out there to block, but nobody to run someone down. So you put your speedsters out there. You get a couple of just a couple of blazers. Yeah. And you're going to outrun everybody on the field. So, I mean, and it doesn't take a whole one line and that's it. So, I mean, you know, that, that, from that perspective, I'm really excited to see what Fountain brings. When you think about two areas, really three areas that I want to see the most this year, I'm, you know, special teams is one, the offensive line is one, and linebacker is one. Right. I, well, I'm super. Yeah, I mean, we're all interested I in quarterback. See him but fling it, baby. I do too, but I feel better about quarterback better than, than Jimmy G. Oh, Jimmy G. Oh, what are you doing? Get Throw the ball! Throw the ball! Good lord! <laughs> How many pirouette turns was that? Oh my god! I spin this way. I spin that way. Oh man! John Jones' was... brother just kicked my ass. Jeez, that was awful. He had all day. Man. Oh, so, wow. so yeah, so that's a big piece. Here's a n- one, yeah, <laughs> a two, a three. We shouldn't four. record. We shouldn't record this podcast while watching football. No. It's very distracting. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, not on topic. Hope so, you still love us. So another piece. Here, here's an, here's another position to think okay. about. Tight end. We don't have a lot of those. We don't. I mean, outside of Hudson and. That's about it. <laughs> and a, a, Baby a, Henry, it's a yeah, lot of tight end as long as he wants to play the game. But to the point that, you know, they've moved Blaine Toll from tight end to defense, back to tight end. boy they moved to tight end, too. And now this, yeah. Now this week, Marcus Henderson, the freshman tackle, 
has yeah. been moved over six to tight end. 5, 300, six yeah. five three ten. Wearing number 83. <laughs> yes. Jason Peters. So, round two. Obviously, you know, that's obvious. He might have some hands on him. That's going to be impressive. That would. Can you imagine a blocking lineman? Oh, well, that's God. the big piece of it. I think that's the bigger piece of it. But somebody made a point, and I don't remember who it was, but I was reading through, I think, a message board or something. But somebody made a point that I didn't think about. You know, at Baylor, Kendall Browse had a 400-pound tight end that can yeah, move. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And so. Like, that was like six eight six nine. Yeah. Yeah, I was, we, we talked to Art about that. Yeah. Because so, I, I was asking about that guy. Yeah, so, I mean, think about that. I mean, it's not like Browse doesn't know how to use a guy no. like that. And, and, again, he'll create mismatches with a guy like that. So, it's going to be interesting to see what Henderson can do. Um, and, and, he's and, not 400 pounds. No. Or six nine. No, but he's got a lot of meat on him. And, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's athletic and versatile enough to be able to move. So, Another you know who else is athletic and versatile. Who's that? Nico Davalier. Nico Davalier is. <laughs> he is. And uh, hey, hey, I found this out today. I want to just say thanks. To, hey, he won't listen to this, but thanks to Danny West, who basically used our stream to uh, to scout both Davalier and uh, Chamberlain on Friday night. For my oh, home. really? Yeah. <laughs> I found his write up on the on it in here. <laughs> You're welcome, bud. <laughs> I was like, sweet. <laughs> he needs to listen to this. We're gonna help you. You gotta help That's, us. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Promote it, bud. They got their own podcast. They're not gonna promote. Our stuff. Look, don't use our stream then. <laughs> we'll hide it. We'll be like Danny West blocked. But so Pittman was asked about the move of Henderson and, and especially making that move two weeks before the season starts and if you'll be able to pick it up. And he he went back and used former Georgia lineman Andrew Thomas as an example because he said they moved Thomas from right First tackle to pick. left tackle within the two weeks of the season, and he comes out and starts for a national championship runner-up team. Yeah, first-round pick. Yeah, and then that, yeah, and a first-round pick. So, he went to the Giants, I think, so, first-round pick. Yeah, so it's not like it's some big, you know, some big... If there's anything that that man knows, it's what linemen. those linemen are, are, are capable of, yeah. and what he can think of they'll do. Yeah, no and doubt. And if they can't, he's not going to ask somebody to do something like that. Yeah. And, it, like, he's also a freshman, so there's possibility that the kid might have played some tight end, you know, Oh, I'm sure he played. I mean, well, you, again, I you had to have. Well, again, you, you bring had to have up a some guy. background and some hands to either put him on the ground, put him in the ground, or put him on somebody or catch a football. Yeah. Well, and again, think about this though. I mean, you 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 just used a perfect example for from a high school perspective. You get a guy like like like, like Henderson, but take a guy like Davalier who is an insane six defensive five, tackle, two hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, and he gets moved to the Wildcat quarterback. Of course, and, he was quarterback in middle school from what we were learning, too, though. Yeah, quarterback and wide receiver in middle school. So, I mean. That's just freak. Yeah. I mean, it's all day long. What do you want to do with him? How fast are you? Yeah. That's that's the type of athlete that plays pro football. Actually, you know, there's They're an, all like that. There's another guy. I want to get Jermaine Hamilton Jordan back on the podcast mm-hmm. again, or on the podcast. So I just had an interview with him last time. Yeah. The quarterback of their football team is 320 pounds. And dude can move, the son. Pillsbury throw boy it's part two. Fantastic! I watched some highlights of him the they other day. I have a, to show you that. There was a kid that played at Arkansas. I can't remember. I think it was Jay Sean Beecham. They called him Big Tex. Yeah, Beach. I know. Yeah, yeah. Beecham played, and and he had a. He came to Arkansas and ended up playing a think D tackle, and at Summit tight end. But he was a running back and a quarterback in high school, and dude moved like a mm-hmm. moved like a little guy. Yeah, and. I like watching. I really wish they would have given that guy a shot just in certain packages. Yeah. I just like that kind of stuff, though. I mean, what it's, was it? it's really neat when you got somebody that big and, and lack of a better term here, graceful, because <laughs> you have to be. Dude out there performing ballet on a football field. Yep. Get out of my way. Hold this. Catch me. Drag me down. Ain't happening. All right. I'm going to turn this down real quick okay. so I can have it. All right. So... We'll get back into our. We're gonna get back into the, the our picks next week. We may have to go through six games or something next week. We'll have we're gonna have Zach Stather with us next week. So oh, that'll be fun. Um, so we'll go through some games and on Monday. Yes. Monday. So next week's pod whenever it comes out. Um, all right. So you haven't listened to this yet. I don't think. Have you seen this Barstool podcast? I player? have not. Okay. So I want you to listen. This is perfect since you haven't listened to it. Okay. I want you to listen to this. Surprise. And then I want your response first. <laughs> All right. Give it to me. The next one you might like. Jack Duggan says uh, KJ Costello and Mississippi State will surprise a lot of teams this year in the SEC. No. Taylor. See me getting a, an argument on Twitter with a couple of Ar- Arkansas dicks yesterday. Yeah, I sure but did. They're, they're not Arkansas fans. Well, yeah, one of them was a radio guy in like Little yeah. Rock or Fayetteville or some oh, yeah. podunk ass <laughs> Arkansas. Anyway, they were like. Arkansas is going to beat Mississippi State. Hang Why? on, pause. Well, good. Yeah, this pause. is a Mississippi guy calling Arkansas podunk. Look here, stank Vegas. 
anything. I, I've been there. I've lived in Oxford. And Stank Vegas is a shithole compared to Oxford by any any <laughs> yes. comparison whatsoever. And you have no room to call anything in this state podunk. No. Go okay. farm a cow. One, one guy said they have, have better running back. Better run. We got Kyle and Hill. I know. They have a better offensive line, better running back, better the coach. They're talking about. They're just thinking that because they got Sam Pittman. We got Mike Leach. <laughs> they, usually, they, they usually have better running backs than a lot of SEC teams. They just don't win anything. They do not they have. Got, a, they got a good running back, but not as good as Kyle and no, Hill. No, I understand that. So uh, uh, Rakeem Boyd's good, but he's not. He's not as good as Kyle Hill. Anyway, the logic of people predicting Arkansas to beat Mississippi State. Arkansas has been the worst team in Power Five for at least two years. Mississippi State has beaten them 106 to 30 in the last two years, 54 to 20 something, and 52 to six, and it's been not close as far as talent. And now one adds an offensive line coach nobody wanted, and the other adds Mike Leach, and all of a sudden Arkansas is better. And a Mike great Leach. quarterback and too. KJ Costello. Yeah. They both added transfer quarterbacks, and one of them's Felipe Franks. <laughs> Why the fuck are you picking the Felipe Franks team? I don't and that's know. just that's SEC just a buffoonish argument by them. LSU, LSU. The next one you might Jack like. Jack Duck. You're fired. Okay. So. You're fired. The only thing that he said in that entire rant that was right was the score. And I think that's right. I didn't even check Well, that, he said 20-something and something to six. So it would have to be 24 if you outscored us by 30. Yeah. They did, they did beat the snot out of Arkansas oh, yeah, the last did. two they years. We're not arguing that. They beat the snot out of an Arkansas team that had given up both times. And I'm not making excuses. Right. At the same time as, I mean. You got rid of a coach that y'all were winning with for something that's completely opposite of anything y'all have ever done, known, or will do ever again for the pirate. Yeah. So an old pirate at that. And, and Good what luck. what gets me about that? So the two things that struck me out of that conversation: one, talent he said, to talent, we got them beat. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hands down. Well, the two things that he said there that struck me: one, he said that they got, I guess, three Who's things. Who's that guy? He's, I'm slap you. I don't know. Somebody. It's unnessary. Brandon Walker. With Barstool. So, two things, or three things he said there. One, he said, we got the offensive line coach that nobody wanted. Since when did nobody want Sam Pittman? Sam Pittman could still be winning a champ or going for a championship at Georgia right now. Yeah. So it's not acting like nobody wanted Sam Pittman. Sure, nobody, maybe nobody was hiring him as a head coach. No. But, but I mean, he didn't want to go anywhere as a head coach. I think he's had, fine. He's had options. He's had opportunities to be head coaches at other places. He's had he's had opportunities to take over. Hell, he could have probably stayed at Arkansas and been a head coach if he wanted to. After Brett Bielema left, the fact yeah. is is that that he's not he's he not found a position Arkansas. that he wanted. Arkansas started their downhill decline. Yeah, absolutely. So th- number one, that 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 whole that whole conversation, that whole part of it was ooh, that got dirty. Pushed him in the back, pretty dirty. So that whole that whole situation bugs me. The other piece is, is he says that Mike Leach is this Mike Leach is this great coach. What are we watching here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he ought to get chunked. So, but so then he then he compares the Mike Leach hiring. Okay, how many SEC schools over the last ten years? All of them have beat down the door of Mike Leach. Not all of them. Zero. No. None. Not all of them. And not only that, you had Ole Miss, you had Arkansas, you had Missouri, you've had Georgia. Tennessee, you've had other major programs come Imagine open in the SEC. Mississippi State came open at one time before before they hired. Well, yeah, they just because they had the the dude from Penn State or whatever from wherever yeah. he was from. So so I mean, Moorhead. My, yeah, Moorhead. So my 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 point here Three is Moorhead though. So I'm saying, yeah, without a doubt. So, but my point is, the only reason you got Mike Leach was because nobody, nobody wanted his ass, and then you hired him in like you hired him after. Yeah, after signing your day, after you fired your coach. Done. Yes. So let's not act like Mike Leach is some prize winner that you got. What has Mike Leach really done? Nothing. He, he's, you know, he's got a, a fun offense when it works. Um, he's never been able to have much of a defense no. from any school I've ever seen. Uh, you had Crabtree, mediocre receiver. That, he, what do you have? One or two good years at Texas Tech when Texas he had Crabtree. Tech and, yeah, that's it. And then he goes to he, – he did okay at Washington State. Admittedly, Leach has done – Leach does more with less every year. Mm-hmm. But he always hits a ceiling. Every yeah. year he hits a ceiling. Seven or eight wins. That's seven or eight, and, and other teams catch up to him. Yeah, and by year two talking, or three – Talking trash with two wins a team. And, and no, and I'm not. I'm not sitting here trying to say Arkansas is, is like, better no. or way better or anything. I don't know where they get off thinking Kylan Hill. If anything, Boyd's a better overall back. Well, hands down. Let me throw you some stats. Last year, Rakeem Boyd, 
6.2 yards per carry, mm-hmm. 184 rushes, 1,133 yards. Last mm-hmm. year, Kylan Hill on 60 more rushes had only 5.6 yards per game. Meanwhile, Rakeem Boyd was running behind one of the worst offensive lines ever being coached by a coaching staff that would not give him the football like he should have. No. You think about The game against Western Kentucky. Yes. He had eight for like 170 He was almost 200 yards on eight carries. Yeah. Yeah. He could have easily smashed an SEC record in that game. Rakeem had eight. Rakeem had eight touchdowns last year to Kylan's 10. Again, you're telling me the guy that is that that is that this guy's that much better than Rakeem Boyd, yet his stats don't back that up on a team that was supposedly way better than Arkansas. Yeah, and his stats don't touch that. The other piece that I find Rakeem interesting, Boyd's a stud. Rakeem Boyd's going to have a huge year if he stays healthy. Yeah. Huge year if he stays healthy, he and we play ten games. Yeah, well, ten tough games. Ain't no doubt about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, but he's still going to. I mean. Again, as he we did well in SEC play anyway. The thing is, though, when we again we talked about COVID earlier in the in the pod, who knows how that's going to affect things as we go on? You know, I mean, we could get down, you know, a couple. We could get a couple weeks into the season and face a team, you know, a, 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 an Auburn in week three who should have a decent defense, and and Rakeem Boyd go off because Auburn can't field a starting that normal starting defense because of COVID. You just never know. So, I think Rakeem Boyd has a huge year this year. The other thing about Mississippi State that I think is interesting and everybody's got this love affair with them, I was reading on the Mississippi State message boards, guess who's winning the day every day in their practices right now? Not K.J. Costello. Their defense. <laughs> their defense is beating their offense in, in practice right now. Name a time that, Washington, or they, that Mike Leach has had a defense that was good enough to beat his offense. It might be scary. But he doesn't. Think about it. The, the, the point is, is he doesn't. So you're telling me that, oh, my goodness gracious, that would have been insane if he'd caught that. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Mike Williams. <laughs> that kid might be something after being injured for the first three years of his career. I don't know that it will beat would have beat Jonathan Adams' catch yesterday no, that didn't count, close. but holy moly, that was something. <laughs> Got to take your mask off to make the call there, ref. But Holding so defense, you can read his lips. Woohoo! So yeah, I just I think it's I think that whole situation's hilarious, and and the fact that I mean, you picked you picked us to beat I think I, we both picked one yeah. picked us to beat Mississippi State last week. So I was the bold pick on the Auburn game. Yeah. So I mean, and like I said, we'll get back into the picks again next week. But um, but yeah, I just I'm like I, I I yeah I'm holding on to that clip. It's on my Twitter. I may even pin it just for the hell of it, or maybe I'll just pin this part of our podcast to the to the to my tweet to my Twitter because mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. Like I, I Arkansas, no, no one's sitting here saying Arkansas is going to win four or five games, no. but considering well, the situation, not, not normal people, right, that understand that, yeah, but but considering <laughs> the situation, anyway, everything that was said there was absolutely ridiculous. So we got Kyle Neal. They got Rakeem Boyd. I mean, he's okay, but hey, we got Kyle Neal. Hey, I found you a pillow. Sweet. <laughs> Let me get three of them. <laughs> So, taters. I love all it. right. So it's rant time. We've we've gone on a lot longer than I thought. We I don't know how yeah, this happens every I don't time. Know. For, football. We get to talk. Well, but we've, we've done pretty good to stay sim on. Stayed completely in a rabbit hole this whole time. I don't think we have. We've we have not stayed within the, the rabbit hole. We've stayed within the lineup for the most part. Did we? Yeah. Did we cover everything? Yeah, everything I got on there. I'll be damned. I think. Hang on. Let's see. I forgot Todd Gurley. Yeah, we hit that. Now Atlanta Falcon. We hit that. We hit that. Did not help. We hit that. Yeah, we got all that. We're good. Sweet. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and warn you right now. We don't get political. Nope. We we did a little in the last pod on the rant time because I'm a little frustrated. A rant. But so, fair warning. I've kept my mouth shut you for the most part. turn this off right now. But I'm about but to. You're not going to because you want to hear it. Yeah. I, I'm done riding the fence on this situation, and it has to do with a situation that happened last night. I don't care what you believe I don't care what the situation is in our country right now. We can all agree that we can do better. But no yep. matter what it is, we can all agree we can do better. Our, our police departments can do better. We as people can do better. Uh, people of color in inner cities can do better. People of color can do better. In general, we can all do better. What we saw in Los Angeles last night, and if you don't, let me just go and set it up. If you're not aware, if you've, if you've had your head in the sand and, and haven't paid attention. Or been in the sticks like I have. Yeah, or that. Last night, and again, we're recording this on Sunday, but over the weekend, let's put it that way, someone in Los Angeles walked up to to two Los Angeles Sheriff's Department deputies sitting in their car bothering nobody. 
and put a bullet in both their heads. Okay, that's not a big surprise. That happened in like Northwest Arkansas not long ago. Remember? Yeah, and they shot and killed that dude. The police yeah. This dude runs off. I've now seen video of, of of all these people that right after it happened, they're filming the police car laughing and standing back watching. No one goes to the aid of these two officers who've been shot in the head. They're all standing back basically laughing like, oh, the cops got aired out on that one. So Cops did nothing wrong. They did absolutely nothing wrong. But this is where... person for or try to kill a person. Or actually, let's not say kill. Let's go ahead and put it out there. You are going to change the course of their life yeah. for the rest of their life. Look, the one officer's 31 years old with a six-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. The other one's 24 years old. Yeah. They've been on the, they've been on the, the department for like, Young. I think, 14 months or something. Young. Like, come on, man. Give me a break. Not taught head on a swivel. But, but so here's where it gets worse. Because you know what? In this, in this climate, stupid crap like that's going to happen. And it's unfortunate that we don't even see it as a surprise. Where I'm shocked at, where it got me was the response after the fact. So you have two officers that get shot in the head. Those officers are taken to the hospital. And what does this Black Lives Matter movement does? This Black Lives Matter that we're we're told over and over and over again is 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 not a terrorist organization that they're only out to to make to to make black lives better. And yet Black Lives Matter stood in front of a hospital and screamed i hope you die while blocking ambulances from getting to an emergency room with other people that had absolutely nothing to do with this whole f-ing situation yeah i'm getting like look i have a lot of friends that are police officers Me too. I, I have a ton of respect for police officers i've had awful interactions with police officers when i was 17 years old i got handcuffed and thrown in the black back of a police car because bryant pd decided to run somebody over and nearly kill his ass wasn't my fault. It was because they were stupid. Do I hate Bryant Police Department because of it? Nope. No. Matter of fact, I spent eight years working right alongside Bryant Police Department. There's good people in that department. There's bad people in that department. The point is, let's weed out the bad. Let's let's keep the good. But this narrative that has now started, and if you read nothing the, like that is okay. If you read the comments, I don't in, want to read the comments, I, and you shouldn't. But I'm just saying, if you read the comments, you will lose your ever loving mind. I shoot back, and I don't have rubber bullets. Yeah. And if you think I have one problem putting a bullet in somebody that's threatening me or anybody that I care about's life, I'm going home, and so is my friend or family. You're going home in a box. Yeah. Well, so. This is I have now lots of ammo and lots of cool stuff to shoot it with. But if you support the new narrative now being put out by Black Lives Matter and you want to have a debate with me, then I will happily have a debate with you. Come to me and show me that police officers are walking down our streets and executing people for no reason. That they're, they're walking not. up to people of color and just shooting them in the head they're for the not. hell of it. It's, it's, it's not happening. Simple. If you listen and do what they ask you to do and not walk away with a weapon in your hand while guns are drawn on you and reach inside of a car or, or for one, uh, chances car. are you yeah. won't be get shot. You won't get shot. Yeah. And, and again, there's stupid stuff that happens and they do make mistakes. They're human. But, you know, nine times out of ten, I'm... Well, I, Pretty much every single time yeah. I'm going to back the blue. But so if when, you don't screw up, you don't get in trouble. Right, exactly. For the most part. There are innocent lives that get killed. But there are far more innocent lives that have been killed by these stupid-ass movements and mm-hmm. riots and everything like that of people that done have done nothing wrong than the ones that haven't. That's right. And, and, and what kills me when you see the narrative, when you read the narrative right now that's out now after all this, everybody's they're justifying the fact that these two officers were shot in the head because police officers just walk down the street shooting people that's literally what people are saying and i'm just like it's mind-blowing man so you're telling me that i can go get my pistol or whatever i want at this point i'm gonna use a 12 gauge uh we're gonna make a lot of blood so i can just walk up to somebody sitting in their car because i don't like them and blast both of them and walk away yeah it's okay okay cool i mean but only if they're only if they're a police officer no i'm out i'm gonna shoot people that aren't in police cars yeah that's the only thing it's i mean could you imagine if this was the other way or i don't even want to get into it but i mean it's just let me breathe for a minute because i'm frustrated I, I just tell you to woo stop, but you got uh, headphones on. I know it, right? But I'm so I'm just I'm over it, man. You go from you. We we I ran it about this last week with the whole BS about football and and, and basketball and, and and glorifying criminals. But now you're standing outside of hospitals, keeping people from getting care, while wishing death on officers who did nothing to you, who were sitting in their car they doing their job. They've talked about this for a while, though. I mean, you heard them talking about it. They were going to start targeting officers in LA oh, yeah. and stuff like that i think we we hit on that fact there's as many gang members in los angeles as there are population in little rock yeah or greater little rock even at that right um so i mean what do you expect i mean this is gonna come um 
but I promise you, your your weaponry and what you have is not really going to help you. They'll end up fixing this. Well, the problem, yeah. And yeah. then you're really going to be gung-ho because you're going to start a war with people that have cooler stuff than you do. Well, when the silent majority wakes up and gets tired of it, and you better just hope that the silent majority waits to speak until voting have, time. We all have guns. But I'm just saying, you better know. hope that the silent majority waits one. to speak. And, and I know how to use it. But you better hope they wait to speak until the election time and not before. Because the silent majority, if they start speaking before election time, it's not going to be pretty. No. You know. Speak with boom. Yeah. And so, this, it's ridiculous. My Here's, here's where I'm going to end my rant. Folks, just be better. Just be better to each other. Every day. I don't care what color you are. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what country you, you lived where in. Where you going, not where you come yeah, from. That's right. Look, man, I, I, we hear this white privilege stuff and all this, and I'm not going to say. I'm tired of the stupid shit. But, and I'm not going to sit here and say that, that I haven't maybe had situations that went differently because I'm white versus being a person of color. I'm not, no, I, I'm not going to be naive even, to I'm say that. I'm not even going there so, for the simple reason of if you ask and do majority of the time do what they ask you to in a polite way and you're not a complete you will be okay. And I, and I agree with that, but I'm, and I, but I know, I mean, I, I get it. There are things that happen, but when, mm-hmm. when the other side ignores the cultural issues that are happening, that becomes a problem as well. But my point to end my Can't part of this rant, on right. And, and my point is just be better to each other. You know, if we really want to see meaningful change, the first place meaningful change needs to happen is in our criminal justice system, not with the police on the streets. It needs to happen in our courtrooms and our jails and, and the fact that, that people that don't have the ability to defend themselves from things that they may or may not have done mm-hmm. are sitting in prison for a long, long time. That's where the miscarriage of justice is happening right now is within our courts. And I could get into that for a long time. But my point right now, be good to each other. Like, this is ridiculous. Like The, the fighting, the arguing. One of the best things that happened yesterday was I got on Twitter, and I tweeted about football. That's no arguments, fun. no screaming, no fights, no political bullshit. It no was just movement. yeah. It was just this is exciting. Look what Arkansas State's doing. Look what the okay. Not everybody follows sports, but find something that makes you happy. Like stop with this crap. Go shoot a gun at a target, not another person. Exactly. Like put. I went to a gun show yesterday. I got an idea. I, I you know how many people were in there, and it didn't matter what color they were, and they were all buying firearms. Yeah. And and exercising their Second Amendment right to mm-hmm. own firearms and the money that was going through hands out there was ridiculous. Oh, I'm sure. Hell, I came home with a new one. Yeah. It's kind of a neat little thing. <laughs> Gave up one I didn't want. Eh. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just we've got to do better as a country. We've got to do better as people. It won't happen. And Nobody laughs at us. I, but you know what? They can keep laughing at me because I don't care. Yeah, well. So. We've got to do better. That's that's just that, that's my that's that's the end of my rant. That's my point. Just do better. Yep. This is ridiculous. Stop. Just we're a better country than this. We're better Change people. Slogan. Than this. Yeah. Some of us are. Just do, we, we. I'll include myself in that. Us. But some people need to act like they weren't developed in a test tube. Yeah. Hello. Ooh, big hit. Hello, Mike Thomas. How are you? All right. Well, join us Friday. Make sure you like Natural State Sports on YouTube and Facebook. Set up your live notifications so you don't miss us this Friday for the Natural State Sports Game of the Week. Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, Arkansas. Downtown Jacksonville. Downtown Jacksonville. We should have had that for the ad. Cool. You and the furniture. (laughs) (laughs) We we need to do that for the game. Anyway, uh, join us this week. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Let your friends know. And uh, until next week, woo damn pig. Hunter Henry, woo pig.